we come now to a time of a testimony. And what's a testimony? A testimony is a, a believer in God, a believer in Jesus, sharing their lives with us of how God is working in their heart, in their relationships, in their studies, in their work, uh, in every area of their life. Okay, so tonight, uh, to start off the camp, we're going to have a testimony by Kevin. So I'm going to check whether Kevin is on before I start interviewing him. And then after this, we will pray for the children um, after the interview because the children may want to listen to the interview. That may be helpful. That especially young ones can, can go uh, first and the older ones who can stay can listen to the, to the testimony. Kevin, are you on? Yes, I am, brother. What's up? Okay, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for so much for being uh, willing, uh, a guinea pig on this virtual church camp. Kevin, um, firstly, a little bit introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your family. Um, my name is Kevin. Uh, I'm a Singaporean and I'm so blessed to be married to Jesse. Uh, we just had our anniversary two days ago, so we thank God for that. Wow. Uh, I have two. Can we ask how long? How, number one? Uh, number 19. 19? You still look like a teenager. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> my God's grace. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. So yeah. I'm married to Jesse and I have two wonderful daughters, Kayla, who's 15, and Kristen, who is 12. Thank you. And I'm quite sure if we gave uh, the mic and the chance to Jesse and your beautiful daughters, your beautiful wife and beautiful daughter, they will say they are so blessed to have you. So, uh, Kevin, tell us a little bit of uh, your work. What work, work do, you, do you do? And how long have you been in this line of work? this occupation or profession? Yeah. So I've been working as a family doctor in the Shenton Way area uh, for 19 years now, uh, caring mainly for office workers who are working in the area. Hmm. A doctor, a GP. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, I understand that um, you, during this COVID-19 and pandemic all around the world, which has affected Singapore also, that you step up to help especially with what we call the uh, foreign workers, the migrant workers, but I think the right term is their guest workers. Uh, they come here as guests to help us build our nation. And there are at least 400,000 of them in construction mm. and similar mm. industries. Can you uh, mm. tell us about the needs of our guest workers? Where and what and what are you doing? Yeah. I'd be happy to. So I serve every weekend as a principal doctor caring for about 200 of these guest workers 200. at a government. Yeah, 200 of them mm. uh, at a government isolation facility in the east of Singapore. So mm. it, hasn't, it hasn't really been that easy. Uh, uh, the day after I volunteered, uh, I was thinking to myself, uh, Kevin, you're too foolish. I have a chronic illness. What's going to happen if I fall sick? What if I pass this infection to Jesse and the children? What if my own parents get it from me? Who will take care of them? You, you are foolish, Kevin. In, yes, we, we agree with, with all the things you said. You are foolish. But carry on. But God encouraged me with this verse, uh, John chapter 16, verse 33. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. 
So Jesus really has overcome the world. He's already reigning as king, and nothing happens out of his sovereign plan. So if he calls and wills that I serve these guest workers, then even if I do fall sick, I know he is in control, and we are immortal until our God-given work on earth is done. So it's terribly daunting to think how impossible it is for just a few of us uh, uh, medical doctors to care for tens of thousands of these guest workers. But I have also been greatly encouraged by Matthew 15, uh, where Jesus fed the 4,000 Gentiles uh, with seven loaves and a few false fish. So my little fever offering of the work of my hands can be used by God to do mighty, mighty, mighty things. Mm. So the Lord actually told me, Mm. do not fear, Kevin. Jesus has got your back. He can use what little you have to do his will. That's so profound and special, right? God speaking to you in your walk with him, that Jesus has got your back, right? And uh, yes, in the eyes of the world, you are foolish, uh, endangering your own health, your, your wife and your children and your parents. But uh, by your faith, and uh, you have become a wise person. A wise person in the Bible is someone who, who fears God and loves God. And because we fear God, we have no fear of, of men and life more and more so. Kevin, thanks for, for sharing that. Um, tell us, as you step out to, to serve God in this way, um, what, have, what has God taught you? What lessons have you learned in reaching out to these guest workers in our midst? So I've actually learned three huge lessons from them. Mm. The first one is that they, they are humans made in God's image and they're not actually robots. Mm. Uh, people treat them like machines and work them 24 hours a day. Mm. And thus, they actually need a listening ear more than they need the medicine I actually give them. Mm. So when someone is pouring out their heart to you about their worries for their family back in Bangladesh, they mention, as a matter of fact, that Singapore they feel very safe here. They think we have very, very good hospitals here. But Mm. in their own country, they know that hospitals are not so good. So they worry that what if their mother or wife falls sick with this virus? So when they share these things, do you, as a Singaporean, brush them off? Or you give them a few extra seconds to allow them to truly pour out their heart to you and for us to truly listen to what they need? How can we show the love of God to them in a practical way? I think it's by listening to them practically and intentionally. So I'll tell you a short story. Mm, so, yeah. So one worker shared last weekend uh, while he was recovering in our facility that he was chatting with his best friend in Bangladesh at 5 p.m. on a Saturday. So the friend was then going to ride his motorcycle into the city in, uh, in Dhaka. And uh, they were just going to catch up again later that evening online. So this, this guest worker was really, really looking forward to, to the late uh, WhatsApp chat again. But this was not to be because he received a phone call at six from a distraught family member that told him his best friend had just passed away from a motorcycle accident. Mm. So these guest workers are here working so, so hard for Singapore, for us. And they're dealing with great personal and medical challenges. The least we could do is to be a friend to them when, when they do need our help. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Right? To treat them as, as humans made in God's image, equal to us, right? And, um, and we do that by 
listening to them uh, sincerely, sincerely. And that very sad story of, um, yeah, how a conversation could be our last conversation. Thanks, Kevin. You, you, you said you had three lessons. There was one. What yeah. are the other two? Yeah, the other two are... Um we can avoid causing mental anguish to these guest workers by talking about their COVID test results in a timely manner. Hmm. So um, you can imagine these guys are telling me that they are thinking, am I COVID positive? Am I going to die? Am I going to have my contract terminated and be forced to go back home to India? Who's going to earn money for my family back home? What's going to happen to my six-year-old son who needs special medicine for his illness? All these things all ride on their diagnosis. So, the, so I think telling them once we know the result as soon as we can, it's just, it's just a loving thing to do. Mm. And, and the last thing I'll share is um, how I know that every single guest worker is uh, in a unique situation. So God taught me not to generalize each person's work situation by their country or just by their job scope. Um, a lot of them are very, very resilient. They are super, super uh, strong mentally and physically. But mm. for some, especially the lower educated ones, they really need more help. An example is a literate Bangladeshi guest worker I met last Sunday who really looked terrified when he was transferred over to our care. Mm. He doesn't know why he was there at all. Mm. So I have learned to look out for the vulnerable ones to mm. avoid them falling into despair right before my very eyes. Yeah. Thanks for, for sharing that. You know, we don't realize when we're put in a new situation and we are not not literate we don't understand the culture we don't even understand the language then all we hear as we live in the dorms all they hear mm. is uh, ambulances coming in coming out mm. you know it, there's so much confusion they they see things but they don't understand so thanks for for giving us those tips of what it means to treat them uh, lovingly as as people made in god's image right um last but not least kevin mm. What encouragement can you give us, especially as God's people, Christians, the church, um, about ministering to guest workers? In total, there are about 700,000 of them, 400,000 of them mainly in construction work and such. Um, God is brought to our doorsteps right, to build our nation. And for us, we know there's a term we use called, uh, it's, it's MAD, it's Mission at Our yeah. Doorsteps, M-A-D. So what encouragement what inspiration, what uh, spurs can you give us? Yeah. So let me share just three encouragements as well. Mm. So firstly, a friendly smile and a sincere question. Just you asking them, how are you doing this pandemic time? And how is your family back home, brother? That can go a long way to sharing that you really care and you're not fearful of them. So I've heard many guest workers are terrified to talk to Singaporeans because they had people, Singaporeans, avoiding them in public before. So let's change this narrative as mm. the people of God. Mm. So secondly, I want to share that uh, having our own children, our own kids, respect and acknowledge them really breaks the ice. So they are suddenly reminded of their own kids and they are far more receptive when they, when they talk to us. Yeah, so you have your own children, Christian and Kayla, have... Have they met some of them? Yes, I met some of the workers who are living around my neighborhood, which, uh, which brings me to the last point. Mm. So we should be praying for the chance to get to know the guest workers who are living in our estate, the security guards, the cleaners, the maintenance men, the electricians. You will be surprised 
how much they appreciate that and how much God will use that to show them the love of Jesus through you and your children. Hmm. Thank you for those very, very practical tips. And Kevin, so thank you uh, for being part of this historic virtual church camp. And I think this very important part that we put in about testimonies has carried on with, we want to thank God for moving your heart to do this. You're not a foolish man, you're a wise man, and uh, we are very proud of you. And you're not the only one. I, I, we know as pastors, as leaders, as members of ARPC, that quite a good number of our doctors are out there uh, serving among the guest workers and in all the different uh, things as the healthcare system. So we uh, allow me to pray for you. Thank you. Allow me to pray for you and pray for the children. The children, if you want to, uh, thank you for joining us and you want to go now to bed, we are going to pray for God's blessing upon you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are the God of love. You are the God of sacrificial love. You made all of us equal in your sight. Forgive us that because of our fallenness and our sinfulness, we think sometimes because we live in a richer country that we are more superior than others. Please forgive us of our sin. Please forgive us for treating others unequally. I pray now and give you thanks for Brother Kevin and his family for their special heart, so convicted by you, so burdened by you, uh, so empowered by your spirit to go forth and serve this way. Continue to pray for him and all who are serving uh, in this way among our guest workers, our church doctors and Christian doctors all around. Please grant them all that they need day by day to do this work with your love for your glory. And we ask the Lord for us as Christians, as your church, now that this pandemic has thrown up the inequalities and the deep needs of people all around the world in our own country, our own backyards. May we be such a different people and say, not say with the rest of our country and culture, not in my backyard. No, no, no guest worker doms in our backyards for that is so wrong. And we pray for repentance and we ask the Lord that you will use us to reach the people in need. And may we never be the same again and believe in the power of one, one person, one believer, one church, making a difference for you. We pray now for our children and thank you for them joining us. And all the songs that we heard tonight from our brother Colin, TikTok, TikTok, trusting in God's time for everything, that Jesus is the Lord of all, he's the king, and uh, we do not have to be afraid of the virus. We just have to trust in Jesus. In his mighty name, we pray always. Amen. Amen.